you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads Agency. Google sends bots to a site from US and India. So if you have a website that blocks outside of US traffic, you're going to get suspended in GMC. So if we say, for example, solate.com, and I want to know every single page of my website that says we're PPC, see why shot device landing page. Aha, see it said PPC on the page. And Google will say pay per click is actually PPC. It'll use what they call latent semantic indexing and actually identify variations of that word. Same thing that Google does when they disapprove you. So it's a really good way to identify certain things that are being disproved or uncommon. Or if you have like drugs, you'd be like, does it say crack, cocaine, weed? And a lot of times it's like, well, I used to be addicted to heroin before I joined this company. It's like, can't say that in the testimonial. We got to remove that. <laughs> Google is a dumb. The other part too that we see a lot of times, even like a broken checkout experience or suspicious activity, which is another one. If we have a client that uses any sort of restrictions from their website locations, Google sends bots to a site from US and India. So if you have a website that blocks outside of US traffic, you're going to get suspended in GMC because they're going to run one check in US. Good. Run one check in US three months later. Good. Run another check in India. Can't see it suspended. So what's really interesting too is a lot of times the feed optimization is not even really what's wrong with your site, what's wrong with your ad copy, nothing, nothing of that. You can get actually suspended because you blocked the bot coming from India to a US-based site blocking India that you caused a false positive. That are really, really weird oddity. Let's talk about some of that. Maybe we can do some problem solving here because I'm just going to just talk about like random experiences that I had. I don't know if it's helping anybody. Is anybody dealing with the suspension right now that we don't know or questions about something that normally will will disapprove and we can't figure it out why? Is there anybody that here that can help with those? We do have a question in the chat, John, and it yeah. says, when contact information is not the reason for misinterpretation, what are the other reasons? Making false claims. So things that are saying... Like this is the absolute best thing in the world and no one else can have it. You know how that all get, you'll get disapproved in ads for that? It'll disapprove your feed. That is something that can have misrepresentation. A claim that you cannot make in ads, pass through that in your mind into your feed's descriptions. The same reason why Google's like, no, 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 you can't have that. That's a description. You're making outlandish or false claims. Well, you can't be like, okay, fine. I won't put it in the ad, but I'll put it in the feed and that will go in the ad. <laughs> Yeah, they're really like, oh, that's misrepresented too. So it's a great question. And that's something that I've learned. And I'm like, of course, that would make sense. It's still an ad, it's still a product. So well, a lot of times what you have to do for misrepresentation is look through the feeds and look through the descriptions for anything that may, may have an individual disapproval. But if it's an overall site disapproval, it could be that you can't use it in an ad. It may not have even been in your feed, but on your homepage says the best ever and everyone else can never do anything. And I'm the only one here and I'm number one top rated A plus CA happy fun time. That's going to be disapproved because it's misrepresentation of something that's not true. It's basically saying your site's lying. These problems suck though. They take a long time to figure out and they take a lot of hunting. I found in a blog from 2016, I found this in 2020. But a blog from four years before that said something about, oh yeah, it was a testimonial on a blog that was a testimonial about a product because it was featured in the blog that the person said, I've been taking this and it's better than steroids, LOL. And Google's like, oh, you said steroids. It's, it's a crazy thing. So one thing that actually is a really good thing to do is if you know of a direction 
for example, that might be an issue. So for example, if I say site colon here, I can say weed. I don't even know if it's indexed properly. By the way, it's a brand new site. So that's why we're trying to get everything fixed. Let's do this site. Would this work? Oh man, I can't even find weed on here. Can I say like beer? Is it even indexed? Yeah. So when you do this search, site search here, this is what I use to find find the problem because my disapproval said contains the word a steroid. I'm like, no, we don't, we don't say steroids in any of our products. And then I did a site search and then typed it steroid and found it. I don't know why it's not even on here, which is funny. You can actually take a keyword and search for it. And the search results will only be that website. And you can find all areas of the website where that term is used. So if we say, for example, solate.com, and I want to know every single page in my website that says the word PPC, 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 PPC. Like what is PPC? Why shot to your landing page? Aha, see it said PPC on the page. And Google will say pay per click is actually PPC. It'll use what they call latent semantic indexing and actually identify variations of that word. Same thing that Google does when they disapprove you. So it's a really good way to identify certain things that are being disproved or uncommon. Or if you have like drugs, you'd be like, does it say crack, cocaine, weed? And a lot of times it's like, I used to be addicted to heroin before I joined this company. It's like, can't say that in a testimonial. We got to remove that. So this is a really good way to identify those types of issues. But the misrepresentation a lot of times is just going to be your Google believing it's a lie. You're not going to get Googlebot to tell you what, what it found. A rep can absolutely help with that. What's the next one? Actually, there's a follow-up from Jason. Do you want to say it out loud, Jason, please? Yeah, yeah, sure. I was just wondering when we encounter a client who has this kind of an issue, what level of involvement, I mean, are we going to be in there spending a bunch of time trying to get them resolved? What do we promise them? Where do we draw the line? That sort of thing is what I'm asking. Yeah. So what's interesting about this is what we're doing right now is if they come to us with a suspension and I can't hop in quickly and identify it, we push them. Away. This is going to be more, more so for the fact that we're running a good client account and then it gets suspended. So we're already been working with them for, let's say like six months and everything's been hunky dory. And all of a sudden we get suspended. Now it's up to us to go see what we can, what we can do to figure out why it's broken. And this is some tools that we'll have to use where we'll have to try as hard as we can to identify the issue, reaching out to the rep. Like getting to the heart of the problem as to why Google doesn't like it is number one. We're going to have to identify to our best interpretation what that is. And one of the tools we use in our tool belt is reaching out to the rep. A lot of times we can ask a client, hey, you probably get these like just junk emails from Google asking to talk. Can you forward that off to me? I'll take care of it. I've done that a few times. So, and then I hop in there and be like, why is that broken? You know, I did that with Fetch Me Delivery here just this last week. So a lot of times it's going to be Google rep. That is going to be the easiest thing. There's some ones that are obvious and I'll go through next that might be even just like product disapprovals that also could lead to a suspension but most of the time when these come in is we have active clients that have been running fine and it gets disapproved because something happened and we have to go figure it out good culprit to look at too is their blog they add like let's say three blogs a month something might have been said in that blog that that kicked it back one of them was we had a blog about stem cell research for a pain treatment center we don't do stem cell it's not a service but the pain treatment center actually had why stem cell may not be the right choice versus non-invasive spine surgery. So it was a use case as to why they should choose us rather than go through stem cells. We got our entire Google ads account suspended for speculative and experimental treatments because we said the word stem cell in a blog. I had to hunt that down, get with the client, get them to remove it. Then I 
went and said re-review, they said, oh, that's not there anymore, back in action. So that's the thing too, that we, just from experience, you normally, if something's running good and then it stops because of a suspension or disapproval of something like that, just go back to the time where it was running well, like probably a week before that. And then up to this point, what site changes happened? That's a good way for us to look at it. Thanks. John, is there a list of the things that could be disapproved? For example, you already mentioned the type of product you mentioned, the some words like steroids, even stem cells. I didn't know that that was one of the words that would be banned. Is there a list anywhere? Nope. And Google won't actually give us that list on purpose. Because if I wanted to bypass something that Google's going to stop me from doing, all I have to do is identify how I'd be stopped and go around it. So they purposely don't tell you and they're purposely vague. So you cannot reverse engineer it. It's by design why this is so hard. I'll give you a good example. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm rhythm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. I have example of items for issue of violation of Google's policies. It doesn't tell me why. It just says, hey, can't run these. They're violated. Well, why? This is a neck gator. It's a piece of cloth. Why would this be in violation? So we have to look at it as well. What does Google not like? Well, Definitely during the, band, during the pandemic, we know that N95 masks and viruses, yeah, can't say that. Google won't allow you to. You're capitalizing on a pandemic. So Google before, and this is something we all went through during the pandemic, during COVID, you couldn't say COVID, you couldn't say coronavirus, you couldn't sell a mask, and you couldn't say the word virus. Anytime, and you couldn't say N95. Because they said, hey, we want our medical professionals having the products that they need. We can't have the general population just buying all the N95 masks and all the medical teams that are actually working on people aren't protected because of mask shortage. So no one can say that. They're not going to put a list out that says that, though. Because all you have to say is N96. <laughs> gotcha. I'll match for N95. So Google won't tell you how to get around it by saying how something's wrong. But normally, we can look at our history and our experience and say, okay, well, we can't actually say bacteria, viruses, and N95. If they use the word COVID, like protect yourself from COVID, that's going to not be, not going to be approved. So that's one instance that's kind of obvious. The other one here's this here. I'm sorry for the context of this. I just have to use this as an example. So this is a female urination device is to be able to stand up while urinating. So let's get that out of the way. But like, why is that disapproved? That's odd. You can say urinates, but what you can't say is, hey, 18 to 24 old kids want some alcohol stop the gel hand sanitizer that comes with this as a just here's your free gift has alcohol in it well now i'm selling alcohol to 18 year olds <laughs> google is a dumb machine are you targeting 18 year olds yeah does it say alcohol in the product yeah can't do that so that's what's really interesting about this whole thing is it takes time to identify all these issues and more so than not, it's experience. 
that too. You're like, okay, I know this. But in a general rule of thumb for anything that's like a disapproval or something like this, imagine every single thing on this on this page here is an individual taken out of context word. So for example, can I say active? Yes. Can I say ingredient? Oh, you're getting close. You're talking about now health ingredients. Be careful. Can I say ethyl alcohol? No, nope. Can't say alcohol. Got it. So I can't even say rubbing alcohol. So there's all those things that are going to come into like disapprovals because Google's, ah, gotcha. Imagine you have a politician and you have a news reporter and they're on different sides. And you know how each one of them you see on the news is like, ah, you said that one word, I'm going to take it out of context, use it against you. That's what Google's doing to us. That's exactly what they're doing to us. That's how they measure this. It would be super useful to have a list of our own, wouldn't it? Like solution site Bible for everyone to use and hear. Sort of. It's a full-time job to update that. It really is. You can't say CBD. You can't say CBN, but you can say a tincture of whole plant hemp. That's CBD. <laughs> so that hemp was the keyword, right? The, the one that you can work around with. Yeah. What's interesting, actually, you can't say whole plant hemp. No, you can't say whole plant hemp. You can't say there's another term that everyone uses. It's not like full power, but it's something like that. It doesn't even have the word CBD in it, but if you say like full power hemp, aha, can't say that because you said THC. Oh, actually, I'll give you areas that you just were never going to be able to get around, which one of them is, what was it? I just had this example. Oh, I can say the word okay. in the context of what you say something also matters. So for example, you can't be a credit service if you're not a 503C nonprofit. If you are a 503C nonprofit, you can say you can have credit services. But if you're a for-profit and you say debt, that's loosely tied to credit. So you can't say debt. Can I say debt consolidation? No. Can I say debt relief? Yes. You can have the word consolidation. You can have the word debt. You can have the word relief. You can't say debt relief or debt consolidation if you're not a nonprofit. So there are some things here that that's what I said is a full-time job that also changes. So it's unbelievably stupid. And a lot of companies will either A, not work with you or charge you 10 grand up front to fix your issues before you can actually pay them to start working with them. So this stuff is really hard. I've seen a lot of stuff that is just odd that we can actually lean on as a, okay, before the extreme weird case that we got suspended or disapproved before was about X, Y, and Z. Let's see if it's that. Good general rule of thumb is to reach out to the rep though, if at all possible. It's so much easier to get the other person on the other side and say, oh, that's weird. I don't know why. Let me go see if I can get that approved for you because they're there to make money. So it helps. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation. Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation, I said action plan. A bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan 
customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number eight.com.